Welcome to Bushido Bites, the way of the warrior, where we bring you Christ-centered character education and wisdom for personal development. This is Josiah Armstrong, founder of the School of Warrior Arts, and we're so excited to bring you and your family transformational resources. We're on a mission to pass on the faith to the next generation and raise up worshiping warriors. So get ready for today's training, and thanks for joining the fight of faith. Thank you that your mercies are new today. We thank you that you love us today. That you delight in us today. That God, you are excited about who we are, who you've made us to be. And you're enthusiastic about what you're producing in us as young men and young women, as as warriors, as sons and daughters in your kingdom. We thank you for your consistent work and your loving oversight of our life. You're you're always mindful of us. You're always thinking of us. Your thoughts towards us are more numerable than the sands on the seashore. We thank you that you love us. I pray today, Holy Spirit, that we would experience that kiss of your kindness, that love of God poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, encounter us today. Meet us as we train as we play, as we do our crafts, as we interact with each other, as we fellowship around food. Lord, teach us, lead us into the love of God, direct us in to the love of the Father and the steadfastness of Jesus Christ. Establish us in your love that we might go strong in spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so we're gonna jump into our character training for this morning. We're going to teach for about 10, 15 minutes here. So again, the scriptures tell us to actually train ourselves to be godly, to actually discipline ourselves to be like Jesus, and that it has benefits in this life and the age to come. This is so exciting. Man, that we get to actually practice being righteous, practice being loving, practice being peaceful, practice being joyful. Practice being persistent. Practice self-control. Practicing humility, gratitude, thankfulness. We have to practice those things. They don't just happen. As we learned the other day, the law of intentionality says that growth does not happen by itself. You must choose it. Right? So training in godliness must be something you must choose. We have to guard against being distracted and learn to focus. And today is a new day. Right now is a new moment for you to choose to focus. I love what the scriptures say. Today I put before you life and death. It's your choice. I hope that you choose life. And that's what God wants, is that we choose life. Come on, even today we want to choose life. Today we are talking about love. 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 <laughs> We're going to talk about love. So you want to make sure that you open up to your journal sheet specifically on love. Under character training, and there's the one right after the warrior. What if you don't have a pencil or a pen or a My team can assist you. So, team, we're going to keep moving. Beautiful. Love. It is this. Let me give you the definition. It's right there for you. But love, it's a God-like, selfless, and sacrificial serving of another person that's 
also mixed with deep care and affection. Today, culture, the way we use words, the way we use the word love is so confuses what real love is. We say we love a certain type of cereal. We love a certain squishy. <laughs> we love tacos. tacos. We love baseball. We love a certain outfit. So the point is, is that we use love. And then we say we love our parents. And then we say we love Jesus. The point is, we use words and they lose their sense of meaning when we don't define them well. You hear what I'm saying? Because the way we are loved by God is very different than how we maybe love Apple Jacks. You know? If we think that if we think that love is simply like that, man, we are missing the beauty of God's heart for us. Love is so much stronger. The Bible says that love is as strong as death. Love, God's love for us was more jealous than the grave. God loved us so much that it, it literally caused Jesus to be resurrected from the dead. He defied death because of the power of love to purchase something for you and me. Love drove Jesus to a cross. Love drove God himself to suffer deeply that we could have healing and have wholeness and peace. That we can know that we are loved and accepted and adopted into God's family. See, listen to me. God does not just have love. This is in your notes. God does not just have love. God is love. Think about that. God doesn't just have love. God is love. Everything that God does is an expression of his love. God can never contradict his nature. In other words, God cannot do anything that is not love. Even when the Lord disciplines us. The Bible says he disciplines those in whom he loves. Right? He disciplines those in whom he loves. Big difference. But we have to understand that everything that God does is out of love for us. Come on, we know the, look at your notes there. It says the first and greatest commandment, number one, is to love God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then to love each other. Learning to love each other as Christ loved us. Now remember, Christ loved us more than, again, like the way we use love in culture, the more that we just love a certain type of food or love a certain activity. God loved us deeply and sacrificially with everything that he was. Jesus loved us to the end where God became a man, lived a perfect life, suffered on the cross. He went to the place of death that we could have new life and then love caused him to be resurrected, that we could truly live forever and live with him. See, there's love that's vertical and love that's horizontal. We have love for God and love for people. And we need to have both going on. I love what the Bible says. Nothing matters but faith working through love. You know, when we talk about serving God, sometimes people get really weird about just thinking about rules and do's and don'ts and restrictions. And you have to do this and you have to do that. No, that's missing the point. Everything about knowing God, serving God, and about life is about relationships. It's about friendship with God, knowing God. Yes, we must honor Him and obey Him. But let me tell you something. He wants friendship with you, intimacy with you. He loves you. 
He's not just trying to be a boss and a master over you. He tenderly and passionately, enthusiastically loves you. I mean, if you can think of your parents that, that love you a lot. Your parents love you deeply. They care for you. They provide for you. They spend time with you. They hug you. They kiss you. They embrace you. They make opportunities for you to have great things. If our parents, who are not perfect, can love you in that good way and give you good gifts, how much more our Heavenly Father, who's perfect in love, love you? God the Father is so much better than any earthly person you know. His love for you is far more wonderful than anything. Therefore, when it comes to serving Him, it's not just about do's and don'ts. Apostle Paul says this in the Bible, nothing else matters but faith working through love. At the end of the day, when it comes to building character and building love into your life, friends, Jesus said everything gets summed up in the law under this. To love God and love others. Nothing matters but learning how to love other people. Learning how to love God completely and love other people completely. That makes everything really simple. Because if you actually focus your energy on what does that look like to love someone, it's a game changer for life. Instead of fighting with your brother and sister, right? Instead of fighting with them and contending with them, how about choosing to practice loving them? Practice loving them. Spend your energy trying to develop that. What does that look like to love your brother, love your sister, love your mom, love your dad, love your friends? Rather than being angry at them, jealous of them, saying mad, bad things about them, provoking them. See, love does not provoke. Right? Love is patient and love is kind. Love doesn't rejoice in the things that are wrong. It's happy about what is good. Paul also says, the purpose of all my commandments is love from a pure heart. That's one of your, it's in your notes. Love from a pure heart. Out of a good conscience towards God. In other words, you want your mind clear. You don't want to feel guilty and shameful and feel like you're always being accused in your thinking. And all of this that comes out of sincere faith. Real faith that trusts God, that wants to serve Him and do what's right. Looks like love, guys. Now look. There's four types of love, you know. There's a Greek language, and in the Bible it was written in Aramaic and Hebrew. But listen, there's four different types of love. This is in your notes. So when we say, like, we love Cheetos, or we love our brother and sister, versus, like, man, I'm really passionate about this topic of my life. I'm passionate about martial arts. I love martial arts. Now, all those types of love are a little bit different. And so there's four different words. Are you ready? You want to get ready to write this down. This is in your notes. Four different types of loves in the original language. One is eros. E-R-O-S. Eros love. Eros love. And that is actually like passionate love, like what married people would have. It's actually sexual love. Okay? Oh, let it out. It's you exist because your parents were intimate, guys. You exist because mom and dad had arrows for each other. All right? You exist because of arrows. All right. The next word is phileo. P-H-I-L-I. Actually, Philadelphia was named after this word. The city of brotherly love. Phileo. P-H-I-L-I. 
L-I-A. And that means brotherly love or the love of friends, of equals. Mano y mano, brothers and sisters. My compadre. It's friendship love, brotherly love. And then there's another one called storge. S-T-O-R-G-E. And that's parental love. S-T-O-R-G-E. And that's parental or family love. Let me write this for you. S-T-O-G-E. That's family love. That's what your parents have. Parents deeply love you. Deeply love you. Care for you. It's a different type of love than, oh, that's just my friend. I really love them. They're my brother. I enjoy them. It's a different type of love. Parents suffer for their kids. They are burdened for them. They're concerned for them. They care for them deeply. Okay? But then here's, here's the ultimate. The, every expression of love is important. It has place in our life, right? Because sometimes we, we get confused about love. Again, people call things love today in culture that is not really love. Love gets distorted in culture today. We have to redefine it according to what the word of God says. Jesus revealed what love is. The Bible says there's no greater love than this that a man lay down his life for his friend. And this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and laid down his life for us. That's love. Love looked like a cross. That's why I put a cross here. Love looked like a man that didn't think of himself. Love looked like somebody that was willing to forsake his own desire and comfort and submitted to the will of God that you and me could have new life, that we could be accepted into God's family and be free from the power of corruption and evil. He took three nails. was whipped, was beaten, 40 lashes minus one, was stuck with a spear right in his rib, wore a crown of thorns, suffered, had his beard ripped out, punched in the face, mocked, rejected, simply that you could be whole. He bore your sorrows, the Bible says. He bore your sicknesses, diseases, your rebellion, your hatred, your fear. He became it. That you could be set free from it. That you could experience the rest and joy and power of love. The last word for love is agape. Agape. A-G-A-P-E. Agape love. And this is the kind of love that God has for us. And this is the kind of love that we're meant to have for each other. And what we're to have for the world, for people that hate you. Jesus actually says, you're meant to love agape. Those that hate you, are mean to you, persecute you, spitefully use you. You know it takes supernatural grace to do that. No human can do that by themselves. It takes God's love in the heart. God's love in your heart to love the people that don't love you. But we are called by the Lord, by the word of God, to develop agape. And that must be chosen as you surrender your will. That's why we must train in character. We're not just training with punches, kicks, joint locks, and throws. We're training in character. We're training in virtue to become men and women of God. 
powerful people that can change their world. Agape must be chosen. And it means selfless love for all. Selfless love for all. Where I'm actually loving someone for what is best for them, we get nothing out of it. Often we are good to people and kind to people just because we want to get something in return. People say, well, I'll be nice to you if you're nice to me. Right? Or they do good for people hoping for something in return. There's a place for that maybe, but that's not agape love. We want to grow up into this type of love. Okay? That's the most powerful type of love. And all of maturity... We're all called to grow up no matter where we start. We're born as children. We experience unconditional love. We're cared for. We're nurtured ideally. And then we grow and we hit stages of of being a child, a youth, an adolescent, a teenager, a young adult, an adult, an older mature person to a gray-haired grandfather, grandmother. We grow in maturity just like in the spirit when you come to trust in Jesus for your life, for your forgiveness, for your salvation. Friends, you start a journey of maturity. And the goal for God is to get us to become mature. And the Bible says maturity looks like love. Every one of us are called to perfect love. To perfect love. Just like you have to perfect a technique. Perfect a throw. Perfect a lock. Perfect a punch. A kick. A move. An angle. Perfect a form. In the same way, you must give careful attention to technique. In Japanese, it's called waza. Waza. Go ahead, y'all can say it. Waza. 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 We're called to perfect technique. <laughs> Probably W-A-S-A. <laughs> but we're called to perfect that in the same way and more. We're called to perfect love. And God, by the Holy Spirit, is helping us grow in love and helping us perfect love. Are you with me? Today, he wants you to know his love for you. Because listen, you cannot give to other people what you have not received from God yourself. If this is you, you need the love of God in your heart that you know that he's loved you with great depths, great lengths, great widths. Apostle Paul even prays that we would know the lengths and width and depth and the height of the love of God. It, it surpasses our ability to just get it in our head. We need something supernatural in our heart to be revealed to us. The love of Jesus Christ. When this fills us, then we can give to others what we're called to give. First things first. First, know that you are loved. Receive that love. Believe that love. Rely on that love. Now out of that, we begin to see other people from God's perspective. We begin to see people from heaven's perspective. Even when they bother us, when they annoy us, when they do things we don't like, we can actually exercise self-control and learn to see them from daddy, daddy God's perspective and love them with patience. I did. God is my father. Do you hear me? And I'm telling you, even this week when you're training, you're going to have people that bother you, you struggle with. You are called to love them. You're called to be patient with them, to serve them. And all you are responsible for, first and foremost, is what? Yourself. 
You can't control what other people do, but you can't control you. Do you understand? And like we started, all government and all leadership starts with self-leadership, self-government. And that's what we're doing. Let's pray for a moment. And I'll let you respond in your book. And we'll fill in what we've missed. And then maybe have some Q&A before we transition into some physical training for today. Lord, we love you. God, we bless you. We thank you again for your great love for us. I do pray, oh God, that you help us all together, young and old alike, that we would know the length and the width and the depth and the height of the love of Jesus. That we'd be overwhelmed with how much you love us. That today we would know and experience your affection, experience your kindness, your goodness, your heart for us. Help us see the power of the cross, the power that you defied death to purchase eternal life for us. Something that never fades, never goes away. You loved us so much to give us the greatest gift ever, eternal life and a life with you forever. Thank you for loving us. Teach us to love others in the way that you've loved us. Today, Lord, teach us to prefer others. Teach us to practice phileo love. Teach us to practice agape love today. Show us how we can grow in love in our families, with our friends, to the world around us. Teach us how to grow in love. Help us train ourselves to be like you. Help us be conformed to your image. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Hey, and thanks for tuning in today and joining us on Bushido Bites. Make sure you download the associated resources that go along with today's lesson and be sure to take action. Write down your insights and applications, engage in discussion with your family and those on the same journey of growth. As warriors, we discipline ourselves in the godliness by the grace of God. Every day is a training day. Every day is a day to grow.